Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash the butthole. <laughs> If you enjoy Reddit stories, don't forget to click that subscribe button, maybe that notification bell too, and let's just crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And our first story is a spicy one that comes with an update as well from Additional Whereas, titled, Am I the Arsehole for Booking to Go Away the Same Weekend as My Boyfriend, Leaving Him to Look After Our Daughter? My boyfriend and I have a three-year-old daughter. He used to go away very occasionally by himself before we had her, and this increased quite a lot since she was born. Not for long periods, just a night or two. He also visits his daughter from a previous relationship, but I am mentioning as relevant later. He is notoriously bad for informing me when he is going away. He always claims he told me and I forgot. There have been times where he has arranged to see his daughter on weekends where plans have already been made. These were all pre-COVID. Once I arranged for my mum to babysit for our anniversary and for us to go out. Another time, I was meant to be attending a baby shower and needed him to watch our daughter. Another time, I had arranged to go to a theatre with a friend. His daughter lives quite far away, so he wouldn't have made it back in time to watch our daughter. He was fully aware of all these plans and claimed he forgot when he arranged to see his daughter. I didn't ask him to cancel as it was not fair on her, so I had to make other arrangements in each case. Obviously, he has been going away less because of restrictions. As soon as they eased, he has been going away. I have never had a night away from our daughter. I had made a couple of plans, but each time a lockdown happened, so obviously they got cancelled. He says he encourages me to go away and he is not stopping me. I've tried to explain that he is going away so much does stop me as someone needs to look out for our child. Not comfortable for either of my parents to watch her yet, just in case of any risk. In the summer, once restrictions are lifted, I have arranged to see my friend for a couple of days. I told him about it and he said I couldn't do it on that date because as he was going on a cycle holiday. I told him he hasn't told me anything about this and yet again he claims he did and I forgot. He asked me to cancel it, saying I could go to my friends anytime. I could rearrange it but feel I shouldn't have to. He could also rearrange camping. So I've been refusing, he is now in a sulk. Am I the arsehole for not rearranging my plans? Edit, I'd got a family calendar when the issues of him double booking, seeing his daughter arose. Problem is, he will only write on it if I nag him to do so, or he will say he will do it later and not treat him like a child. It's one thing to, you know, go and visit your daughter from a a previous relationship and things like that, but to also be be thrown in lots of breaks in there as well is quite insensitive, isn't it? Especially when, you know, your partner hasn't been able to go out at all and you make and you come up with every time that you can't go out because I've already got plans for that. And the gaslighting that's going on in this one story as well is absolutely insane. And you tried to come up with a solution with like a family calendar, which is a great idea. He could note everything he's doing, all his plans, but he clearly doesn't want to do that, which was giving me some sort of major red flags going on. Almost like, which it might not be the case, but almost like 
he doesn't want to put them on there because then he can't stop you from doing the things that you want to do. And that's kind of the way it felt to me in this one, but absolutely not the asshole to me. But Irish19C says, with everything here, it doesn't sound like he has a good partner. His gaslighting you about his plans is not good and you need to address it. Maybe a shared calendar where he puts the time so at least there is proof. But your bigger issue is that he doesn't respect you. Being a parent and a partner is a two-way street and everything here is flowing one way. Not the arsehole. Throwaway Grosso says not the arsehole and he is a major gaslighter. Die for Women says not the arsehole, he's leaving you to parent by yourself so he can continue having a social life, which leaves you isolated from people you want to see and stuck at home. He's majorly gaslighting you by lying to you about forgetting dates, etc. These two things alone are huge red flags, but the fact that he goes out so often for such short periods of time would also raise concerns for me. Lily Lay says not the arsehole, pretty convenient, he has to go away every time you have plans. Seems like he doesn't want to be responsible for caring for your daughter alone and decides to tell you he made plans. Buy a whiteboard calendar and tell him to mark the weekend for his trips at least a week in advance. If you can't do that, you'll need to hash this out with clear expectations and consequences, whatever they may be. Mama of Twin Dragon says, let me get this straight. He has multiple trips to visit a daughter and enjoy a social life, but also really needs this camping trip even though you can't go to a baby shower due to his frequent plans. And per him, he's proactive enough to tell you ahead of time and your memory is too problematic to remember. But he still refuses to use the calendar to prevent double booking. Not the asshole. This guy has an excuse for everything, but the end result seems to be the same. He gets what he wants and you don't. A long strange something says, honestly, it sounds like he tells you things. He sees you don't like the things he says. Then he lies by telling you he told you beforehand. If someone did this to me multiple times, I would reassess the relationship, not the arsehole. And one more from Miranda666 who says, not the arsehole, your boyfriend is stopping you from having the same right to personal away time and he needs to stop. Don't cancel your plans and ignore his sulking. And the next time that he forgets that you have plans, show him the big calendar in the kitchen where you wrote baby shower in big red letters two months ago. If he's going to try and gaslight you, it's time to pull out the big obvious spotlight and point it directly at him. Now we're going to move on to the update to see what happened there. So update. Not sure if anyone really wanted an update, but the situation came to a head. So I just wanted to vent. Thank you for everyone who commented. So I had a word with him about the family calendar and people's suggestions about if it's not on the calendar, it doesn't exist. Making sure my time away was on there. He seemed to go along with it and said he would reschedule his cycle trip. Great, I thought. Until it came to the morning of the trip, my boyfriend often gets up super early and I roll over and go back to sleep, so I thought nothing of it when he was up early. Heard the door go, but I just presumed he was taking out the bins or something. When I woke up, couldn't find him and the car had gone. Tried to phone him, no answer. Some of his stuff had gone. Asked my neighbor to check his garage for my boyfriend's bike, where he keeps it. It had gone. Confused and quietly seething at this point, try his phone a couple more times. Nothing. Phone my friend at this point saying I can't find him and will probably miss my train. About midday I get a phone call. He had gone on his trip. Tells me to check the calendar. He has tipexed out my writing and has written in his trip. I say a few choice words to him. He basically says it's my fault so I should have got up earlier. So I told him that he won and he is now free to go on as many cycle trips as he wants now. Friend suggested taking the kids to the seaside. Her son is a similar age. We spent the next day at the beach and had a nice time. 
told boyfriend not to come back. He says I'm overreacting, but I am done. And another update on top of that one, which says he came back on Sunday. Unfortunately, can't change the locks due to renting. Came back like nothing had really happened. I calmly asked him to leave as our daughter was about. He said he wasn't going anywhere and he will watch her next week so I could go away. I said I couldn't believe he has completely missed the point of what he had done. Called my brother and asked him to pick us up. We have been staying there until I can sort out the practical parts of the split. X has called non-stop and turned up at my brother's house where brother turned him away. He has finally apologized. I said I am still done. I just don't have the energy or the will anymore. And holy moly, what an arsehole that is to get up and tip exit off the calendar and say check the calendar like some smug arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> In some ways, though, I think that's a positive update. You know, that OP's got the had the push which may have been needed in this relationship for a while now to to finally just get out of there because clearly they've been treated like trash and if that's just an example of what's been happening in that relationship yeah they just needed to get out of there right but what do you guys think let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story and our next story comes from squeegee bagel am i the asshole for setting an 11 p.m curfew on my husband i know i know he's a grown man but let me explain we have a four-month child together, and not once has he helped me beyond changing a diaper maybe once a week. I do all the cooking, cleaning, and 99% of the baby care has been all me. I've asked him to take an overnight shift before, but he snapped at me saying, I work so I need my sleep so I can put food on the table for you. To be honest, that stung, but I dropped it after that. Anyway, weekdays he works all day, and he's so exhausted when he comes home. He only wants to hang out or play games with his brothers and drink beer. I tell him I appreciate him working so I can take care of our son and go to school. I cook, I clean and do his laundry so he can just rest. Weekends, he doesn't work, so I feel like he can help a little more. On top of being a full-time mum, I'm also finishing up my final semester in college, so on weekends, he had agreed to watch the baby for at least an hour so I could submit assignments on time, which is usually the Sunday at 11.59 kind of deal or let me take a shower since this child is glued to my hip the rest of the day. Hence the 11pm curfew, so I have an hour to do my timed exams, which is just enough time for me to complete. He has yet to respect the agreed upon time for him to come home, so not only I can shower and get schoolwork done, we can spend quality time as a husband and wife since he's busy all week and goes out every weekend. When he told his brothers and co-workers about his curfew, I was immediately labelled as a controlling, nagging bitch of a wife. It hurts. I don't argue with him and my requests are asked in a calm and collected manner. I have an exam due on Sunday. Can you make some time to help me so I can knock it out? I guess if you're not there, it's easy to assume. Despite that, he won't come home on weekends until 1 or 2 a.m., ignoring my texts when I remind him of my timed exams and homework. Then snaps at me because I don't let him reward himself for working all week. I'm really hurt at all the name calling. I pride myself in being laid back, flexible and understanding. Am I the arsehole? Should I just forget about the curfew? Edits, just so I'm not repeating myself, English is not my first language. I didn't realize until now the word curfew has a negative meaning behind it. I didn't mean to belittle him. That's on me. Also, thanks for all the support. I didn't expect that. I'm definitely looking around into finding a good counselor for us. I've already called our insurance and got a list of names. We had a solid marriage before the baby. If we can work it out, I'd like to do that. Until then, I'm looking into a local mum group to get some support until I finish college, or the counselling works and my husband steps up. 
Now, I'm sure the comments are going to have a much stronger tone than this, so I'll leave that one to them. But I can see having someone who brings in, you know, the financial support is great. But that's not a partner, is it? That's not someone who's helping you through life, who's, you know, working with you to get to get the life that you both want. It seems to me in this one, he's just simply saying, as I bring in the money, so I don't need to do nothing else. Nothing to do with a baby, nothing to do with the cleaning, cooking, all that sort of stuff. And that is just not a partner. And it was a line that jumped out to me among many lines in this story that said, he has agreed to watch the baby for at least an hour. And I was like, what the fuck? And I know this kind of thing is very easy to say, but with hindsight and everything and me just reading the post, but putting myself into like OP's shoes and I'd say, would I really want this for myself going forward? And the answer is definitely no. So something would have to change or basically moving on. And that would be down to OP. But so definitely not the arsehole from me. But Jules79 says, not the arsehole. Finish school, get a job and get the fuck out. He's the damn father. He should take care of his kid just as much for fuck's sake. So he gets all these breaks. But when do you get one? Trying to be helpful here replies to that saying, couldn't have said it better myself. My mum was a stay-at-home mum and I didn't sleep until I was like a year old. My dad still reminisces fondly about all the late night TV we watched when I was an infant because he was slash is a good father or husband and I would rather chug coffee to get through work than have a sleep deprived wife caring for a toddler and baby all day. And he actually missed me and my sister all day and was psyched to hang out with us as soon as he got home. OP doesn't have a partner. Partners don't need a curfew when their spouse needs help. Acceptable comedian says not the asshole. I bet you can guess what everyone's advice is going to be. I wish you the best and also for your baby. Good luck in school. Hope you can take the time to read what you wrote as if your dearest, most beloved friend wrote it and what you might say to them. OP replies saying thank you. It's my final semester, so I'm toughing it out until then. And you're right. I'm rereading it now and I feel like I gaslit myself into thinking I'm asking too much. So the great snafu says, sorry, you're married to an effing asshole. You have a four-month-old child together. He should not be out until, unless it's for work, period. The child is the focus. When I had my son, I would never even thought to go out and party until 2am while my poor wife and child were at home. Time to start laying down some ultimatums. SRK says, look, I may be an asshole for saying this, but what are your chances should you decide to leave this person? Financially, if you finish college, can you and your baby make it? Do you have family to help? This is my reasoning for this. You married him so you'd be equal partners and share responsibility for life together. What's the point of being with someone if they're not helping you? Might as well do it alone, which you're doing alone. So what's his contribution again? OP replies saying leaving him would definitely be difficult financially until I graduate and find a job in my field. It's something he and I will have to discuss. The only family member I've left is on the other side of the country, a five hour flight from where we live. I've already mentioned something in another comment, but his behavior shocked me because we've been together for eight years, married for five, and it was a solid relationship. Now we're going to leave this story there, but what would you do if you found yourself in a similar position? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another one. And our next story comes from Witch House, Am I the Arsehole? Am I the Arsehole for having a Witch House? Hi, long time lurker, first time poster. I, female 31, recently bought my first home all on my own. I'm super happy about it, but an encounter with a new neighbor earlier today kind of threw me off my groove. And now I'm wondering if I've been an asshole. Basically, while I wouldn't call myself a goth, my style is similar. Corporate goth, I guess you could say. <laughs> Lots of black, and when I use color in my personal life, it tends to be very dark shades. 
When I was house hunting, I didn't pay too much attention to paint color or anything and just searched for a house that fits my needs, budget, etc. And I found it with a good commute to work in a quiet neighborhood. It was bright yellow with blue shutters and doors and bright flowers in the yard, but I knew I could paint it. I had a bit left on my lease, so before I moved in, I had the house painted a pale, warm shade of gray with black trim and white shutters and doors and had flowers replaced with ones that better fit my color scheme and added a dark leaf plum tree to the front yard. Anyway, it's been a few days since I moved in and I was out in my yard when this older woman came up to me and started asking if I was the one who did this and why did I need to make my house so witchy and dark? She said I ruined the look of the whole neighborhood and it was going to bring down property values. I told her to get away from my property because she was starting to yell, then went inside. Later, I started to wonder, is my house and looks nice to me, but the other houses are very colorful and mine stands out a lot. I don't think it will sink property values, but it does clash a lot. Am I the asshole? Edit, I feel I should clarify, I don't personally identify as a witch. I'm an atheist and that's just what she said my house looked like, but thank you for the support. I don't know on the whole property value thing if that sort of stuff would affect property values, but I'm just going along the personal preference route and I all I can say is you do you. That sounds like you're having an awesome time. You're enjoying your life right now and I'm all for it. I, I had a similar experience. My next door neighbor moved in about a year ago and as soon as she moved in, she started like taking apart all what the previous neighbor had done. Her house is basically, everything in her back garden is basically painted like a light blue and it's like a, a very fairy, it's, that's the only way I can explain it, a fairy kind of theme going on. There's like a mirror in the back garden, there's vines all up and down the, down the fence. And whilst this created like a bit more work for me, there's loads of vines and stuff coming over to my back garden like all year round. So you have to go down and chop them, which she's apologetic for. She really is. And a very sweet person. She's so sweet. <laughs> but you can just see her character from her garden. And I, I think I'm all for that. So I've got to say, not the arsehole. The only thing I'd be wary about is, you know, what we're like on this channel. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. HOAs, we need to keep our eye out for those because they might come for you if if this is in the US. I'm assuming it is. I'm not sure though. This has the potential to turn into a just no HOA story. But Coffee Not Bomb says, "I totally live next door to a witch house." <laughs> Jay Station says, not the asshole, your house, your style. As long as the HOA, if you have one, hasn't said anything to you, then you're in the clear. She started to yell at you and you did the mature thing in response. California Jade says, a gray and white nicely painted and landscape house is not going to bring anyone's property values down. Warm gray is considered neutral, plus it doesn't show dirt as much. Sounds like you have a neighbor that feels entitled to demand everything to their liking. Glad you shooed them off not the arsehole. 
Jumpy Rope says not the asshole and stores security cameras outside though. Bitchy neighbors can try to vandalize your witchy house. Other than that concern though, be free to live your life. You're living the dream. Cassidy says not the asshole. I'm an older lady and by no means goth, but I think your house sounds awesome. If you weren't taking care of the upkeep, that's something different. Personally, I try to find a cauldron and stand and turn it into a plant stand. Maybe plant some dark red roses. But hey, there's the color she was looking for. Bubblegum says, not the arsehole. Well, if it's going to sink the property value, can you let me know what neighborhood you live in with this market? <laughs> Mama of Beach Bum says, not the arsehole. Make sure you cackle loudly every time you see your new neighbor and decorate the hell out of your yard for Halloween. <laughs> what is he on? <laughs> that was rubbish. <laughs> now, let's move on to the next story. And our next story is titled, Am I the arsehole for telling my fiance he would look better if he got back to his high school weight? Both 26 from the UK. My fiance is a bit overweight. 200 pounds, 5 foot 11. He used to be much more overweight, but he got down to this weight and can't seem to get any lower despite trying new diets every other week. 200 pounds is about 90 kilograms or just over 14 stone in case anyone's interested. This upset him quite a lot. He hates his body and still sees himself as very overweight. I find him attractive, but my preferences is for thin slash fit bodies. I can't really help that. I never told him my preferences because I didn't want to hurt him. He was fit when we got together age 21 and then started gaining a ton of weight due to a drinking slash binge eating problem at 22. Thankfully, he is doing much better now. Yesterday, we were looking at old pictures of each other. When my boyfriend was 16 to 19-ish, he was extremely fit and played sports. He was muscular, and I have to admit, he was very good looking. He gets very depressed thinking about school. He misses it and feels like his life peaked then. He told me to be honest and asked me if I thought he looked better then. I said yes, in some ways, but you're not a teenager anymore. He then asked me if I preferred his body and if I thought he should get back to that. I decided to just be honest and told him that he looked healthier and more confident then and he would look great if he got back to his old weight, like 150 pounds. I told him that sometimes his weight and laziness with diets bothers me, especially because I'm active and healthy. He got a bit upset with me. He feels like I lied to him about being attracted to his current body. To be honest, I did a bit, but I didn't want him to feel bad about himself. He also said it's not realistic for him to get that skinny at 26 and thinks my expectations are too much. Now he is sulking. He stopped eating and he won't take his shirt off around me. Maybe I could have been gentler, but I've been gentle for months and it hasn't helped his weight loss or body image. And there is an edit which we cover straight away, which says, I think I didn't really realize how low 150 pounds was because I don't usually use American measurements. I just use them for the benefit of all the Americans in here. It is absolutely fine if he can't get to that weight and I told him that. I know he isn't young anymore. I think he needs to lose around 30 pounds. He agrees, but there's no need to go below that. Now clearly, as you can see, boyfriend is very, very insecure about his weight and how he feels about himself currently. And I think all he was looking for in this situation is support. He's, he's not feeling great about himself. He's looking at himself in the mirror and, and not feeling great about his weight gain. And he wants to do something about it, which is a positive. And just supporting that is the best way forward. Someone who you said yourself in this post has struggled like with disordered eating and you being like this with them is never going to help. You could have simply turned around and said, you know, what goal would you like to achieve? And we can work on it together or something like that. And is it me, but 150 pounds 
doesn't sound like a, a decent weight for someone who's nearly six foot. I may be completely wrong here. I mean, <laughs> I don't know too much about it, but that seems a bit unrealistic to me. Glowing Lime says, you're the asshole. The average weight for a five foot 11 male is between 160 and 200 pounds, and no one can just magically obtain their high school bodies again. That takes a very special set of genetics or unhealthy methods of losing weight. On top of that, the numbers on a weight scale aren't the end all label of health. Muscle weighs more than fat. If he bulked up on muscles and weighed closer to 200, would you call him unhealthy slash unfit? Probably, I'd bet. Wanting him to be 150 is alarming and unhealthy. Considering you said he was binge eating, this could very well give him an ED, since those who have had problems with food before, compounded with self-image issues, are likely to have developed them. I pray he doesn't end up developing an ED over what you said. Some people literally cannot be thin once they're done growing, which happens when you're in your mid-twenties, because your metabolism slows down. No matter how healthy you are, you admitted you lied to him and don't see how he would be hurt. You don't see how you absolutely are being unreasonable. Bad partner. Lin23 says you're the asshole for having unreasonable expectations for his body. 150 pounds at 5'11 is underweight. Fizzbang Wiz says you're the asshole, you are cruel. It's very irresponsible to tell your partner to lose a quarter of their body weight when you know they already struggle with depression and disordered eating. If you can't be supportive of your partner as a person, not just as a body that looks a certain way, you need to end this relationship and let him find someone who is more supportive and less shallow. You're an adult whose adult body is not the same as their teenage body and that's normal. Shasta Wolf says, you're the asshole. If you were struggling with disordered eating and self-image issues, then your husband started to criticize you for not being your high school weight. How would you feel? I know he asked and your answer was technically honest, but the way you worded it was so cruel. You can be honest without being hurtful. Also, do you seriously expect him to easily drop a quarter of his body weight? Expecting that when he's struggling with disordered eating and self-image issues isn't reasonable or realistic. Spoiled rich white girl says you're the asshole. He feels unhappy as it is. You tell him this so likely makes it 1000 times worse. I'm also not even sure that's technically overweight. If it is, it's barely so. One, trying a different diet every other week is a sure way to fail. Non-processed food, smaller portions and consistency does a lot. If he's trying to do it quickly and nothing stays the same, of course diet fails. Two, your body changes with age. My body changed by 25. I actually preferred how I looked at 25 versus me at 16. A number of factors go into it, but if he played a ton of sports, he's not wrong. It's quite unlikely for most men to maintain that low a weight. Three, you do sound like you have unrealistic and rather shallow expectations. Bored again says you're the asshole. This seems damn gross, I can't even. You're a horrible girlfriend. Undisclosed Bird says 150 pounds for someone almost six feet high. Dude. Coca-Cola says, you're the asshole. He's already uncomfortable with his body and you knew that. Telling him he's not as attractive as before is just wrong on so many levels. If he wasn't already depressed, he is now. Depression isn't a good mental state to be in for weight loss. And one more from Killjoy who says, you're the asshole, but hear me out. It sounds like he was looking for reassurance that he wanted him the way he looks now, given he couldn't lose any more weight as he has plateaued. Instead, you fed into his insecurities and it seems cruel. Also, he has plateaued. It's time to see a psychologist, PT and dietitian. He binged for a reason. He needs help with nutrition and metabolism, especially because he is starving himself at the moment. And he needs structure to build muscle and strength during extreme weight loss. He has done everything he can by himself. It's time to bring in professionals. 
Also, consider joining community sports. Adults can play sports too. Now, what do you guys make of this one? How could the girlfriend handled it better? Could she have handled it worse? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Candy Blue. Am I the asshole for telling my nurse if I wanted her opinion, I would have asked for it. On mobile, grammar and spelling is bad. I, 26 female, am starting my uphill battle of trying to get my tubes tied. My PCP is on board with it, but let me know I'd have to go through gin since the procedure is done by them. She put in my referral today and one of the nurses called to set up my appointment. The nurse asked me if I was trying to set up an appointment to change out of my IUD and asked if I was having problems. I told her I was actually trying to set up an appointment to talk about getting my tubes tied. I could hear her overt disapproval over the phone. She started telling me that they don't like doing these procedures on people my age. I might meet a man and want to give him a baby. I don't want to end up old and with no one to take care of me, etc. She told me she believes I'd be a wonderful mother. Not true at all, and that I'm just scared of actually being pregnant and not being a mother. I got so annoyed I blurted out, I only need your help setting up an appointment. If I wanted your opinion on my body and future, I'd ask for it. My male friend was in the room and told me I had no reason to be so rude to the nurse and that she was just trying to help me think of this objectively. I honestly don't think I was an asshole, but I'm sure the nurse does and my friends think I was an asshole. So, am I the asshole? Hell no, not the arsehole. The thing is, yeah, it was none of her business. Absolutely none of her business. All you wanted was that appointment. She shouldn't be giving you advice at all. But also, she doesn't know what's going on in your life. She doesn't know what's going on in your personal life. There could be many reasons for you wanting this procedure and all of them are none of her business. Not quite the same, but when, you know, I was dealing with my dad's illness and stuff like that, and I'd have to phone his doctors quite regularly, and I would always get this receptionist that would absolutely wind me up. When I say that I need an appointment for my dad, she would always question why and try to go into details. And I was like, well, it's actually none of your business. And I had people arguing with me when I raised this up with other people saying, oh yeah, it's absolutely their business. They should know the details to pass on to the doctor. And when I brought this up with the doctor and the doctor said, no, she shouldn't be nuts. She shouldn't even be asking those questions. In the future, just tell her it's to do with a cancer patient and she should put you straight through, which she didn't. She still tried questioning and it was, it was so frustrating. So I, I can get the frustration from this post, although not quite the same at the same time. But hey, comments say, Elena says, not the arsehole. They need to put personal opinions aside and just do their job. Be ready for a battle though. Took me going through eight different doctors, finally found one to sterilize me. Ardeek says, not the asshole, but your friend is. You should probably mention to this gin, you're secure enough in yourself to not listen to her, but someone younger or easier bullied might end up making choices they don't actually want in cases like this. You don't need help thinking about it objectively either. And she's not objective. She's clearly bringing her own baggage to the table here. Stress says, not the asshole. It's not the nurse's business. Why you're making an appointment in the first place. And even if it was, it's not her place to pressure you to have kids. Adele DeWitt says, not the arsehole. She was incredibly unprofessional and inappropriate. You were just pointing out that so that she would stop trying to tell you how to live your life and just help you set up your appointment. Enthused High Five says, not the arsehole. And it also sounds like your friend doesn't seem to see anything wrong with the arsehole, out of line, nurse, giving you unsolicited, unethical medical advice and telling you what she thinks you should do according to her values, not yours. OP replies that saying his defense is that he would be really upset to find out a woman he really likes has her tubes tied, even though he doesn't want kids. What if we both change our minds? Another one he said that really shocked me was, 
you'll never have the chance to have an accident. That could change your whole view of being a parent and you might want to keep the pregnancy. I told him that's exactly the fucking point. I don't want an accident. What happens 2020 says not the asshole. No uterus, no opinion, male friend. Alina Riss says not the asshole. Your reply was pretty tame and she was really overstepping. Not uncommon for this type of procedure, unfortunately, and she needs to learn to respect this boundary as a professional. Coffee Not Bomb says, as a former nursing student, not the asshole at all. It's these same jamokes, jamokes, that are protesting at vaccine mandates. I know they are not medically equivalent in terms of reversibility, but as a cis man, I could get snipped with one phone call and not have anyone question anything. Systemic patriarchy is fucked up. 666POD says not the asshole is none of her business. If you don't like kids, can't afford them, have family diseases you don't want to pass down, whatever, it's none of her concern. I'm so tired of gatekeeping nurses. I know a woman who had a miscarriage as a result of a nurse put her through to Obgin. She needs to just answer the phone and make the appointment. She was completely unprofessional. And I do apologize if I was pronouncing gin or Obgin in a weird way or anything like that. But what do you guys make of today's collection of stories? What are your thoughts? What are your verdicts? Let me know in the comments below if you choose to do so. If you'd like to support the channel, you absolutely can, but never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. There's a playlist on the screen right now for more Am I the Asshole videos. Please get involved and don't forget to click that subscribe button today. Much love. (laughs) Bye-bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.